Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a, what is today, Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam Potosa is producing uh, the broadcast today. Uh, right out of the gate, uh, Florida men's basketball will take on Ohio University. And uh, it is our pleasure to bring in Ohio's head basketball coach, Jeff Bowles, to the program. Jeff, I know you're at an airport. I really appreciate you doing this. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on. Coach, if a team, if a Gator fan walks in and sees your basketball team, you know, a thumbnail, t- tell us about your team, what's happened so far in the season. What do you like about your team? Yeah, I think uh, you know we're we're a lot like Florida. A lot of new players this year. We have nine new players from last year's twenty-five win team. Uh, I think we're evolving like Florida's evolving and and uh, getting better game by game. But uh, you know we're we're gonna, we're gonna see a team that's gonna compete, play hard, play together. Uh, we've lost a lot of close ones. We won one close one. Lost at the buzzer to Belmont game one. Lost in overtime to Michigan, and then. Wanted to buzzer against Youngstown State, so I added about 15 years of my life and about <laughs> half a head of gray hair in uh, <laughs> 11 games. Uh, effort-wise, do you like the effort of your team? Yeah, I love their effort. You know, they're they're great individuals. They're high-character guys. They play hard. They play the right way. They're fun to coach, fun to be around, and uh, you know, hopefully we can go down there and put on a good performance. What do you see with Florida? You know, I see a team like a lot of teams in this country that are going to continue to get better and better. You know, uh, with with Coach Golden taking over and bringing so many new players in, it takes time to gel with the chemistry and figure out what he wants to do, how he wants to do it. You know, they they ran into probably one of the top three, four teams in the country, uh, UConn, the other night. But uh, you know, just very talented uh, individuals, athletic. Uh, obviously, it starts with Castleton, but they got some great uh, wing players with them. Did you ever think that shot against Youngstown State was going to fall? <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> it looked like it was in slow motion. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And, and you know, we, we lost very similar game one to Belmont. We hit a shot with 1.4 seconds to go to go up two, and somehow they threw the ball to half court, called a timeout in .3 seconds, and made a three with 1.1 seconds to go. So uh, thankfully it evened out this year. You know, uh, you you have new players off a tremendous year, as you mentioned last year when you won, you know, 25 games. Florida has a lot of new players. I mean, like it or not, the transfer portal just is just part of the athletic scene now. What are your thoughts with that? Yeah, I mean, it's just completely changing the game. You know, I don't think you're you'll ever build a program anymore. I think you're going to manage a team every year, uh, trying to figure out what pieces you need to bring in and replace and. You know, it's fluid with NIL, um, you know, with everything that's going on there. So, you know, you look at us. Last year we had two first-team all-league guys, one transfer to Virginia, one transfer to uh, Alabama. And, uh, you know, those those guys are hard to replace at our level. Um, are you still trying to figure out rotation at this point? You know, Florida's kind of going through that. Are you set or still trying to figure some things out? No, we're still trying to figure that out. And it's you know, we, we play a lot of guys like Florida does, and sometimes we'll go 10-11 deep. And, you know, it could be by committee. It could be by, you know, game-by-game situation, who's got it going. But, uh, you know, we got a lot of guys who can play, and I think that's a good thing. Um, from the start of the season to now, Jeff, where's your basketball team improved the most, do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, just we're still continuing to grow uh, defensively. we got to get better defensively. 
um, like like most teams. And you look at Coach Golden, you know, they struggled transition defense-wise. We're struggling transition defense-wise. We've made some adjustments. They've made some adjustments. And, you know, you just got to continue to get better. And, you know, for, for us, you know, it's going to be, a, you know, about how can we be at our peak in March. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting better, and we're, we're a better team today than we were game one. So that's what we're looking for. Uh, I'm going to end, if I can. I hope I'm not going too deep in the weeds here. But uh, you, you brought up a great point because uh, Golden's talked about uh, struggles in transition defense, and you just did that. Uh, from a coaching standpoint, what are some of the keys to that, Coach, in terms of making the transition defense better? Well, you know, you can do a couple of things. Not send as many guys to the offensive rebounds, um, you know, where you have guys getting back and really just making it a priority. Um, in film session, you know, we, our guys do a really good job. You know, if we if we chart, like, how many times we didn't get back and we show it to them on film, they're normally pretty good at carrying it over. But, you know, there's got to be a sense of urgency when the possession changes. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing, just being on high alert, knowing who the shooters are, um, you know, knowing, knowing who you need to stop. Final question: If you know, with your roster, Florida's roster, what you see on tape, if you were to beat Florida, what has to go right for you? Yeah, we obviously you know got to play very good defense. Um, you know, they got some guys who can really shoot the ball. Ironically, we we played against three of those guys. We played against Fudge at LSU. Oh, jeez. We played against uh, Lofton at St. Bonaventure, and uh, we played against uh, Richard uh, Belmont. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of funny. Wow, it is funny. Yeah, you know, all these guys on one, one roster, but. You know, we'll, we'll have our hands full. You know, they're just, you know, long and athletic, and, and uh, Castleton poses a big problem for us in the middle. Uh, and then you got to find the shooters so you can't, you know, pay too much attention to him and, and leave those guys wide open. Coach, I appreciate you taking the time, especially, you know, getting here. So safe journey here. appreciate you talking to Gainesville. Thank you. Yep, thanks for having me on. Take you got care. it, Coach. Jeff Bowles, the head, foot, uh, the head the basketball coach at Ohio University, Florida's next opponent. We thank him for joining us live today. Um, obviously today, uh, look, if you listen to the show, Mike Leach, quirky dude, right? Um, stubborn in a lot of ways, uh, but it's still sad, you know, when, I mean, he's only 61 years old. Um, and, uh, obviously the SEC, uh, is reacting to that. Um, just, you know, really, really, uh, a sad day. And Paul says, a uh, sad day for the SEC and college football overall. He made his mark for sure. Always good for a laugh during his pressers or interviews. The George Costanza poster and the fake mustache plastered on him during the post game still bring a chuckle. Peace out, coach. Thanks for all the laughs. Yeah, he he did present laughs. Uh, Mark said, kind of funny, last week you asked us listeners how many times while watching a Gator football game we ask ourselves, boy, I wonder how much uh, ex-Gator players getting paid. Well, with signing day around the corner, so many of us, including me, get down on which players may be chosen other school over the Gators. However, I never once watched a Gator football game and thought to myself, gee, I really wish the running back or wide receiver that chose Alabama or Georgia over us would be on the field right now playing. Uh, your thoughts? I don't think that really. Um, you're you're, you're kind of dealt the hand you're dealt, so to speak, Mark. So um, that doesn't really uh, – for me at least, uh, pose too much. Mike, welcome. Hey, Steve. How you doing, bud? Good. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you, Carol, for, I mean, Mary Wise, to start to go back. Mary Wise for another SEC championship, another great year. I mean, 
the, the most consistent thing I've ever seen in sports is every year she's in contention and that she hasn't won a national championship does not diminish what she's accomplished. I don't think at all. So but it's another great year. Okay. And the uh, bas- women's basketball team, uh, that was a heck of a game. I don't know if you watched it, Steve, against Miami. Did you watch that game? I watched some of it, yes. Yeah, yeah. They they, I mean, they got down to Miami and still fought back and then went in overtime and a blocked shot there at the end and just tenacious defense. Uh, she has, She's getting everything out of the player she has, and I think that's all you can ask of a coach. Uh, so, you know, I'm really happy about the direction of the women's basketball program. I think it's it's only going to go up. So. Yeah, I mean, they've not played a great non-conference schedule, um, to be fair. But, you know, they've won the games on the schedule, and that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, they play Greensboro, I think, Sunday, I think. Uh, and then they play Oklahoma, and then they start SEC play. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see uh, when the SEC rolls around. But, yeah, off to a yeah. good start. Yeah, I'm not saying that they're going to win a championship or anything like that, but it's headed in the right direction, and you can see that it's moving forward, and that, that's that's always good to see. Thanks a lot, Steve. Mike, thank you. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. We will be joined, I hope, by ESPN's Herm Edwards to talk a little NFL, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, just yesterday, I went to Southeast Car Agency and I saw the Cousins Brothers and I was marveling at the fact that their lot is just full of vehicles. It wasn't easy. You know, during COVID, when cars were difficult to come by, you know, everybody was kind of struggling to fill their lot. Well, it's a lot better now. I checked it out for myself. Great variety of vehicles, highest quality, and don't forget, they are all the best in late model low mileage vehicles, no new ones. The Cousins family has been running that business for 40-plus years, and since they opened their doors, this is the kind of vehicle they present you. You can go online, secars.com, check them out that way, or go see them in person like I did at Northeast 39th Avenue, and you will see the vehicles that are there. You can test drive them, and their sales staff is there to answer any questions you might have. Folks, just drive around town. You're, you're, you're liable to see a lot of vehicles with the Southeast Car Agency tag because they've sold a ton of them over the years, mine included. Go see them in person. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. I've been holiday shopping at Kohl's, and I've got to admit, their deals are some of the best I've seen. I've been earning Kohl's cash every day while saving an extra 25% on top of 50% off cute PJs and 40% off comfy slippers. Plus, I just got 30% off super soft Coolabura by Ugg Bedding. With more gifts and more savings at Kohl's, the holidays just got so much cozier. Select styles. Offers end December 18th. Coolabura by Ugg. Coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. I know a lot of you really want the State Farm Personal Price Plan. But what's with the oversharing? Like this message Brian left me. Hey, Jake from State Farm. I uh, love the smell of my cat's breath. Yeah. You don't need to get that personal. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. 
Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides, like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. In Florida, where we enjoy year-round boating, it's unfortunate that unexpected drowning accidents happen to even the most experienced boaters, and wearing a life jacket could have prevented most of them. This holiday season, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission suggests you consider giving the boating enthusiast on your list a gift that just may save their life. Check out the new type of comfortable, inflatable life jackets. It's a small price to pay to protect your loved ones and give yourself peace of mind during the holidays. Visit MyFWC.com for more boating information. The Gators are here. The Bunched it with the right hand. Powered up. Goes out corner right. Three on the way. Good, good, good. Shoots off the glass and in. Foul on the play. This is Gator Country. Goes for the duck. Blocked from behind by Fudge. Angle right three. Bang! Got it. That'll do it. A W for the Gators. This is Florida basketball on the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Great segue because Sean will be here live in studio before he heads out to Vegas. Uh, He'll be here in about 10 minutes. In the meantime, we'll take your calls, questions, comments. We'll start with Greg. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve. Quick comment about Coach Leach. It's just my sincere prayers go out to his family and the Mississippi State football program and all their fans. And um, it's just tragic. Uh, The school president said something that really touched my heart. He said three weeks ago, Coach Mike White, uh, Mike White, Coach Mike Leach and I were together in a locker room celebrating our hard-fought victory over Ole Miss. And, um, you know, now we all know what happened. And so life is precious. Pray we all uh, keep uh, – I pray that everybody keeps him and his, their thoughts and prayers. And um, lost a coach at, at Lake City. Against the game against Lake City at Citizens Field. He literally died of a heart attack during the game. And uh, we were trailing 6 nothing and came back and won 18-6. So I can empathize with that team. And uh, though it was decades ago – I can still remember that pain of losing a coach during a game. And although the circumstances were different, it, losing a coach really is hard on the players and, and the whole team and program. So I sincerely pray for all of them. And Steve, a fan yesterday, back to the Gators, they literally said this game is meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. I get that players are leaving now for the draft to prepare. And I have no problem with that. You could end up being like uh, Ed Chester, you know, lost his uh, – blew out his knee and he, he never came back. He was like a high NFL pick projected and, and he never played in the NFL. So 
I don't blame them because you could lose your whole future career in one game. But to say that it's meaningless, Steve, I went to the Tangerine Bowl. It's freezing. I'll never forget it in the old one. It was like a glorified citizen's field. And you could have said that game was meaningless against Maryland. But I was able to see Chris Collinsworth, my childhood, you know, middle school hero. And I was able to see him again. And I was able to see that team one more time and those seniors. And it wasn't meaningless to me. I still have great memories. So to the Gator fans who go out there and see that game, you know, I just have a hard time saying it's meaningless. It's going to mean something to those fans to go out there and support them. And then a comment about the basketball team. Steve, I'm really excited about this. I was disappointed in a 20-point loss, though, that last one. Uh, they're playing Ohio coming up next. And just, you know, my hopes for Coach, the, the, the new Coach Golden, who I, whose name I couldn't remember the other call I gave you. But I genuinely am excited about this team. But the thing I noticed in that last game was their ball movement disappeared, and it almost looked like Coach White's team again. So I just – if my one thing would be the consistency. So maybe just your thoughts on the kind of the inconsistency of this team, and I'll listen off air and go Gators and prayers for Coach Leach's family. Greg, thanks. Uh, okay, boy, a lot to unpack there. Um, when you're talking about the bowl game you went to, that was 40 years ago. Florida hadn't been to very many bowl games. So there weren't very meaningless games. And I get it, right? I mean, you go to a bowl game, but in, in today's world, and I know yesterday when I, when I brought up the subject of, you know, zero, meaning you have no interest at all, 10, meaning you have great interest in this game, uh, it was probably on average about a four. Because now the landscape has changed. If Florida had, and remember when when you, Greg, when you went to that bowl game, Florida hadn't won anything, anything. So going to a bowl game then was a big deal. Well, going to, as a six and six team going to this bowl in today's world, I can understand why some would say, "eh, okay." Doesn't mean you're not going to watch. Doesn't mean you won't root for them when you you know watch them play, but. In the big picture, doesn't really mean a lot. And then the basketball part, here's the thing. What people forget sometimes is the other team. They're coached. They watch tape. Some of Florida's issues were dictated because UConn is so, is so long, right? UConn's good. I mean, final four, good. And they're going to give a lot of teams, if they play like that, trouble. So sometimes it isn't what, you know, Florida's not doing, it's about what the other team is not letting you do. And I think in this case it was both. I mean, if you play an, an opponent that's inferior and then you don't do well, nah, okay. Uh Aaron says, look at Nemhard and Jacoby Brissett. Nemhard, a rookie, is averaging nine points, four assists a game. Brissett's thrown for 2,600 yards this year. Safe to say you have to be a fit. Um, good for them. Well, yes. I mean, anybody has to be a fit, right? I mean, you, you just have to be able to, you know, do what you can uh, and go from there. Uh, okay, now i got a couple more emails here, but this is why we're ending up where we're ending up with shows because it's getting to that point. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email 
srussell at wruf.com. I don't know if this is the same, Greg, uh, but I got an email after the show yesterday. Um, oh, by the way, Sam, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to give you a little time to think. Um, as you call in today, I forgot to mention this, my bad. What is your favorite rock Christmas song? In other words, you know, don't give me Joy of the World. That's not a, okay. But as you call in today, let me know what it is. Um, Greg says he's going to watch the bowl game because he's a Gator fan and all kinds of weather, regardless how good or bad a regular season the team's had. Am I disappointed in the outcome of the season? Yes, especially the loss to Vandy. Um, but I realize this is the first season under a new coach who inherited a mess. want to see how the backups play, especially receivers and the quarterback. I'll give my interest in the game a 10. Okay. Um, Patrick, I'm guessing his favorite rock Christmas tune is Santa Claus is coming to town. I'm assuming Springsteen is what he's uh, talking about. Um, okay, and let's see here. One email before I get to Sean Kelly here. Uh, Al says, uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. This is, uh, yeah, it is Al. And he says, uh, Steve, my interest in the game is a five. Uh, I'm going to watch the Gators. I want them to win, but he basically says win or lose. It doesn't do much to change my thought about the season, but he certainly wants them to win. I get that. Um, okay, 1226, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, will come and talk football and hoops because we're in that time of the year. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. It's the most wonderful time of the year, the holidays. AAA says more Americans than ever will be hitting the road this holiday season. And if you're one of them, do yourself a favor and visit Dave Mays Automotive before you hit the road. Dave Mays Automotive is a full-service automotive repair facility, and not only do they fix problems, they can help prevent them too. You've probably heard of the famous Dave Mays Automotive Bug Check. That's where they go over your entire vehicle with a fine-tooth comb and identify any potential issues before they arise. Travel in peace with the knowledge you'll arrive safe and sound. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. The holidays are a great time to be reunited with friends and family. But as you travel this holiday season, be sure your car is road ready. Tires are your car's first defense on the road. Checking your tire pressure before your trip can help ensure you get to your destination safely. With proper care and maintenance, they'll keep you safely motoring along Florida's highways. For more holiday travel tips, visit FLHSMV.gov. Remember, safety is always in season. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Who you hire to be your advocate after an accident is important. Choosing a figurehead lawyer with little courtroom experience may not be your best move. At Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, you will speak directly with one of the four attorneys fighting for your case. You don't need the biggest law firm. You need an experienced lawyer who will present your case with clarity and conviction. You pay nothing unless we win. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Time for new tires? 
Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive, and you can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Kumo tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds and sun today, highs in the low to mid-70s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy skies with patchy fog for your Wednesday morning. Lows near 60. Tomorrow afternoon, turning warmer and more humid as a warm front lifts northward through our area. Highs in the upper 70s and lower 80s. Then a cold front should approach from the west Wednesday night into Thursday. We'll have the potential for strong storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. And here's his head coach, Sean McVay, after the game. I'm still kind of like, what the hell's going on right now? Yeah, I think we all thought that Baker didn't do much the first three and a half quarters, and the Raiders let them hang in there. And the Raiders were the Raiders once again. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for the New Year's Six Bowl Series and the College Football Playoff, your college football holiday headquarters. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Always a pleasure when the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, drops by. He is here live before he heads out uh, to Vegas and basketball. And he's, he, but at least football's down to the to the final nub here. The nub is that what that's the word we're using? <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Yeah. No, this is strange. Last week I was here. What on Wednesday? Yeah. This week Tuesday. Yes. Uh, Thursday's our normal day. Yeah. I, I only got two more to go. And we got the whole thing covered. That's right. Yeah. Just so. about. Uh, we'll take calls uh, for Sean three nine two eight two five five. We'll start with D. Hi D. Hey, how you doing, fellas? How you doing, Sean? Hey. Good. Uh, good. Good call on the football season this year. Really Thanks. Good. A lot of Appreciate fun. Yes, sir. Uh, Steve, basketball. Um, and Sean as well. You know, Steve, you were just talking about, um, you know, what problems UConn causes, which was the size and the length. And, Steve, you know me. I'm a diehard basketball fan. And what you described is exactly what I saw from Alabama. It's exactly what I saw from uh, Arkansas. I'm sure Auburn's got a lot of it. Uh, Kentucky always has a lot of it. So, man, Florida has got their work cut out for them this year. Because uh, the, the teams that I named got dudes, man, like 6'7", 6'9", 6'10", dudes, long and athletic, that can defend and, and can harass you around the paint. So, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of our season is going to depend on, you know, 
some of these bowl players like you know Myron Jones, Felder. They just they just haven't given us a lot uh, the last couple of games, and if we don't get those guys going, man, it's it's going to be a, a, a long season, man, because you know Castleton's going to be worn out uh, just like he was last year. You want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Um, you're not wrong, D, on a lot of this stuff. Uh, i got a lot of layers here for you. Let's start with the opponent, UConn. Um, no slight to any of the SEC teams. When we look back on this schedule, okay, UConn will be either A, the best team Florida plays this year, if not one of the best. Just one qualifier there. It was strange during that game. I'm watching the thing play out. I'm watching all these little statistical categories that I like, little triggers for me. All of it looked healthy and even, right? Except for one thing. you got to hit shots. <laughs> you didn't hit shots against Connecticut. And that speaks to a little bit what Dee was talking about, that some of these guys can't, can't go away or fade away sometimes. You're gonna have to, we're going to have to get more consistency on guys just hitting shots. Or we have to get to a place where Felder's going to give us five a game. Great. Okay, now we know that. So we need CJ to give five a game on a more consistent basis and start to match this or shake this out rotation wise and production wise. So um, that is an interesting point. And, and Steve's not wrong, and you're not wrong about what things give Florida trouble right now. But the one, the only encouraging thing I took away from the UConn game was I thought Florida uh, defended pretty well. I thought they kept their turnovers down after the first five, six, seven trips down the floor. It's just a matter of being more consistent at hitting shots right now. And, uh, and look, uh, that's how you win and lose a basketball game when you really get down to it. Does the ball go in the hole? Um, now, all those other things factor into it. They, they manufacture runs for you or your opponent, uh, all those things. And then, you know, obviously, yeah, you can't wear Castleton down. But um, I'm not so sure that Castleton is a, is a guy that, I, 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 I was led to believe, or I thought, Castleton's a 20-10 and 10 guy. And I thought, hmm, I don't know. I think he can be on any given night, but every night, I'm not so sure about that. So you've got to get some of these other guys going. And I'll be real curious here in these next two games. So tomorrow against Ohio, next week that'd be the Oklahoma game. What does the starting five look like? What does the rotation look like now 10 games into this thing? Yep. Yep. Safe travels to Vegas. Be good, fellas. Appreciate you, D. Thank you. Uh, again, call. We can talk uh, either uh, football or basketball today uh, with Sean. Three nine two eight two five five. Let's stick with basketball here. Sure. I, I agree with a lot of what you said, Sean, because it is about. I mean, we can X and O things to death, but it is about putting the ball in the hole. It's about putting the ball in the hole. It's about defending. Yeah. And it's about sticking to a, a particular game's plan which I think in the last couple now they've done a better job of. Like, hey, look, we need to make sure we don't get beat on transition corner threes. Okay, that's a very specific thing. And then if a team goes down there and hits six of those on you, then you didn't do a very good job. Um, but if all of a sudden you look at the box score or the trends during the game, you know, their, their three-point attempts, that's what coach likes to look at, are down. Or you've only given up one transition corner three, then I think that you're, you're mindful of it. Um, and that's that just goes into the scout for your opponent and all those things. So, um, and the good teams are going to—I don't care what you do—they're going to do what they do. When we'll run into those along the way, no doubt. I had an emailer the other day ask me this question, and it took me a while to answer it. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, "If you cut down the email, who has been Florida's most consistent player to this point?" Will Richard. That was mine, yeah. but I had to think a minute. But 
he doesn't wow you in the sense of 20 and 10, Mm-mm. but he's consistent. And that He's been that word. Yeah, and I think I said last week that I think at the end of the season, we may see him as numero uno on the team. He might end up being your best player. Um, we'll see. I like a lot of his game. I really do. He has a certain demeanor about him. Um, UConn took some of that away from him just a little bit the other night, so learning learning curve is going to happen here, especially as we get into January. Um, but, yeah, if you're looking at consistency right now, it's him. Uh, number two, then, would probably be Castleton slash Bonham. But the, the, the crazy thing about Bonham is now against two very good teams, West Virginia and then UConn, his numbers were down. Those were his tough shooting games. So uh, I don't think he took bad shots. I just they didn't go in. But I, don't, I can't tell whether it's coincidence or not as to whether it was the quality of opponent that did that to him or just it just wasn't his night. So uh, I'm just being honest. I can't figure this team out yet because because when they've had the clunker, it's been against, with one exception, it's been against a really good team. Right. So how do you read it? <clears throat> yeah. I need to know more. I need to know what – I think you. I think tomorrow's a take care of business game. I'm pretty sure. I think Oklahoma's the one that tells us what we need to know next week going into conference play. Okay, let's get a call here from Richard to talk some hoops. Hi, Richard. Hi. Uh, I want to uh, see Jason Jatobi play more. I really think his size could complement uh, Castleton and help open up the outside. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm curious. What 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 else do you like about Jason's game? I've seen him show some uh, uh, soft uh, touches around the basket. He's got the beef. He can uh, help us out. And what do you think? I want you're the one that sees him. <laughs> he finishes when he does take a shot. Uh, he finishes. Uh, his his field goal percentage is nice and high. He knows what shots he wants to take and what he shouldn't take. Um, I, you know, I, I I think that is this, and I wouldn't mind. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Castleton Jatobo. Four or five twin towers, twin yeah. towers, just every once in a while, depending on the opponent, uh, because of the size, just at least bump some people out of the way and give Colin a little more room to work. Um, I, I don't know. I may ask Coach that about about that tomorrow. Just in I, I, when I meet with Coach before the game, it's like three and a half minutes on tape, and then about five or six minutes of me poking around at different things or talking non sports stuff. Um, I may ask him about that. Have you considered this? And the one thing about Coach Golden is great. He'll He'll say, nope, haven't done that, or, yeah, I've thought about it, and here's what I like or don't like. So I, based on this call, I may, I may pose that question tomorrow. Um, I know this. Jatobo is, is a very specific type of player. I like, the, I like, the, I like that he knows what that is, too. Um, can, that, can those limits expand a little bit? We'll see. Okay. That's great. Have a safe trip out there. Have a good time. Stay out of trouble out there. I'm going <laughs> to do my best. I'm right. going to be too busy. Thanks. Thank you, Richard. Uh, Big Gator, hello. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, Sean, my, my question is a, a very simple one. Every time that I'm watching these games, we miss way too many layups, easy shots. And then when we miss them, they go down and hit a three. So you're, you're five points down all of a sudden on, on several trips. Yeah, it's easy Why math, isn't it? I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it comes in waves, right? I mean, like like against well, not necessarily the West Virginia game is just one I just want to throw out and never think about again. Um, <laughs> but no, against UConn the other night, we've had we've had we've had several games where it's like you got the yips, you know, like when your when your putter's not working right, even within a couple of feet, 
uh, and everything's just getting rimming off, lipping off, whatever. Yeah, there's been a couple of those. And, and, um, and, and part of me sits there as a guy who's never been able to do it, um, but I, I want to say, just dunk the damn ball. I mean, just ram it in there because they all can do it. But at the same time, I have not been in that situation, so I don't know if sometimes that's not as easily done or prudent in that situation. But, yeah, there there have been some bunnies. That's the word, some bunnies missed around the the rim. And, and you're right. I mean, but here's the deal. If you do that and you don't rebound your miss, then it becomes that trade-off like you talked about. You're you just miss two and they go down and get three. You know, that's a five-point swing. Um, yes, but we've also missed some bunnies and then cleaned them up. You know, a stick back is just as – to me, a stick back is just as exciting as anything else in, in basketball. I love them. Yep. Uh, my, my point uh, or takeaway from this is I think they're going in there expecting it to get blocked and not paying attention to what they're actually doing. Mm, I don't know if I agree or disagree with that. I, I, I just I, I know this, uh, Todd Golden and and I am and I think most basketball people are proponent on shooting into contact or taking the ball to the rack like that with the hope of scoring, but more so I might get myself to the free throw line here too. So okay, how are we at free throw shooting now? Not bad. We're average. Yeah, we're about average. Could be a little better. Oh, an average seventy-five. Uh, as a team, yeah, I would yep. I, I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you for your call. William says, agrees with you, Sean, on guys needing to improve. My issue, Castleman was the third best big on the floor against UConn. I would debate that with anyone, and I think he struggles with quality bigs. His production this year is against bad teams. If we're relying on him to be a 2010 guy in league play, it's going to be a really long year. Thoughts? Mm, Well, I mean, again, we'll go back to what I said about UConn. I think they're probably, not probably, I think they can be a Final Four team. I think they might be the best team that... Florida will see in the regular season, and yes, that seven foot two freshman they run out there, he's going to be. I mean, he's a problem now. I, I don't even want to look at what that's going to be like in two years. Yeah, um, Sonogo is just tough and kind of like he's like he's like Jatobo plus right. Sonogo not only knows his game, but he's just darn good at it, and he does a few more things than most guys as far as like an elbow jumper or change sides of the lane on you, that kind of a thing. Um, yeah, and again, that goes kind of goes back to that experiment I thought about. You know, do you put the twin towers in there? But look, Dan Hurley is is really smart. He never had those two guys on the floor at the same time, and Castleton is up against already a front line big, and then he rolls in another seven foot two guy in that freshman, and so it's bang bang like that, and so it's hard to. You're working on one guy, or he's working on you, and all of a sudden that guy goes out, and here comes a fresh guy who's just as good, or plays a little bit differently. Yeah, it's just it's it's a little bit of a struggle there. I'm glad you said it because I thought the same thing. He the seven two dude plays a little differently, mm-hmm. a little quicker, oh, yeah. and more length. Yes, yeah. more length, and I couldn't when he begins to really oh. get some experience and play. I'm, I'm telling you right now, they're and they were there the other night. There are NBA scouts salivating over that kid right now. Yeah. 1244 time check brought to you by Hayes Chilowee. Sean here for one more segment. Call us up. We'll, t- we'll talk some football. Get uh, Sean's reaction to the passing of Mike Leach as well. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators. ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. Something extraordinary is happening this week at International Diamond Center. We're letting you name the price. 
for four days only, Thursday through Sunday. No reasonable offer will be refused on any item in the IDC showroom. Come in, pick out the perfect gift, and tell us what you want to pay. Nothing is held back. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, even fine Swiss timepieces and exquisite diamonds. IDC owner Keith LeClaire shaking things up this holiday season with this unprecedented event. Forget all the talk of inflation and high interest rates. Come get the jewelry you want and name your price. It's happening Thursday through Sunday and will not be extended. It's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get fabulous jewelry at extreme value prices. No reasonable offer will be refused. International Diamond Center, breaking all the rules this year to give our customers the price relief you deserve at Celebration Point on approved credit. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at RadiantCU.org slash earn more. Federally insured by NCUA. The holidays are here and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. The future is now. Pulls up. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The Gators battle Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday, December 17th. Chug, chug, chug. Kickoff is set for 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We are your home for the New Year's Six Bowl Series and the College Football Playoff, your college football holiday headquarters. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. A good transition uh, as we're not just talking. If you want to talk more basketball, you can. Sean here for one more segment, 392-8255. You can email a question to uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Passing of Mike Leach, I mean, I guess if you, you know, to believe the reports, he's been kind of uh, sick, you know, most of the year, but still, at, at 61 years of age, you don't expect this. Yeah, it's it's hard to gauge. I, we were just talking about this, uh, you know, the cause of death or the circumstances that took place over the weekend, they're a bit foggy. Um, you know, did he have a heart condition and now 
it culminated or is it in combination with the fact that he was battling pneumonia on and off during the regular season? Some reports said massive heart attack uh, at his home over the weekend after practice on Saturday and being, I mean, they're in bowl prep, everything right now. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. All I know is this. It's it's a tragic story for all of us. It's It's a tragic impact for, obviously, the Bulldog family, SEC family, and frankly, all of us in college football. I mean, this is this is one of the great characters of the game. Um, the, some of the best things about college football, maybe more so than the NFL, is that we have characters. We have we have players in the in the grand theatrical production that is college football. I mean, just we we think more about the characters, don't we, than we do sometimes teams in in some ways. Uh, and Mike Leach is one of the true contributors to our game, one of the true personalities that enrich our game. And so it's, it's very sad news. I mean, any time we lose anyone at, at an early age, at, at 61, it's, it's tragic. But obviously he had an impact where we, know, we feel like we know Mike Leach, right? And we know him maybe even more than a, just a football coach. You know, he's a humorist in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, and crazy like a fox in some ways. And so... That's kind of an that's the that's the impact and the ripple effect across college football today is is uh, pretty stark. Let's get to Florida's game. Um, yeah, we're playing football this weekend. Yeah, yes. Um, I think you're going to go up against a very motivated Ooh. Oregon State team who has look around here. Uh, you almost take until recently, you took winning ten games like. Eh, Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't done that very often at Oregon State. And they Two have a chance times, to do right. it. Yeah, have a chance yeah. to do it again. I think Florida will go up against a very motivated team. Do you agree? Uh, absolutely. Head coach just got an extension. Yeah. Um, they've got players that have an awful taste in their mouth about their bowl experience last year. It was their first bowl game. I think they went eight straight without a bowl game. They go to the L.A. Bowl last year. Didn't go well. Uh, fell flat against Utah State. This is a team that it's <laughs> – by the way, if you like running the football, you're going to love Saturday's game. I think these two teams are going to go right might at be each a fast other. Game, yeah, it might be. Yeah, um, you know. But the, here's the other thing about Oregon State: they know who they are. In, the, in that last seven games of their season, they win six of them. They're holding their opponents to about 17 a game. Uh, that's stout. But yet, I'm not so sure anybody can call me up right now and give me four or five of their defensive starters. That's just kind of who they are. Um, they've got a very good running back. Running backs, Pearl, but one in particular that's uh, he he's Freshman. gone six yeah six straight one hundred yard games. That's yeah. second longest active in FBS. Tulane's got the other guy, um, and I, I just I think that they are they're a program on the come in the Pac twelve world, uh, and let's let's not forget who we are here at Florida. Even when we have a year like we've had at six and six, it's still the brand. Don't forget, don't ever forget. And, I, and people ask me this when I took this job. What was it about Florida? It's the Part of this is we are a brand here. It's not just an SEC brand. It's Florida. And so when a team like Oregon State gets a crack at an SEC team, uh, that they've only had two chances at an SEC team in like the last 30 years, uh, you better believe they're motivated. And they don't care if Steve Russell's lining up a quarterback if they can mark one down as a win over Florida, that means something to them. And so they're going to be plenty motivated, obviously, and looking to get that 10th win. And if there's a reason, if you need one from a Florida world to watch this game, you get to see Jack Miller play. You get to see Jack Miller play. And it's still, you know, 
One thing I know coming in the way I have here, when the Gators get on the football field, that's precious. We only get to do it so many times a year, right? right. I mean, all of us are sitting there going, ah, I don't know if I'm going to watch. Ah, you know, on the interest scale, it's this. Well, guess what? I, I guarantee you in two weeks we'll all be going, boy, how much longer till football season? It happens every year. It happens every, every year. Every So year. we get one more crack at this thing, and we got to watch the orange and blue with the helmets on, ready to go. I think higher snap counts for some guys. I think depth is a little bit of an issue here for the Gators. But I think the more I look at who I think will be out there playing, the more the better I feel about, oh, well, yeah, I mean, he's played, and he's played, and the offensive line minus one, okay. I was on Shane's thing this morning, his Facebook Live show. He, he always reads this really well. He goes, I think Florida's going to play better than people are giving him credit for. Yep, said that and he's usually almost dead on with this. And then I get into my prep today a little bit, and I look at the line. I don't know why I did this. The line's 10 and a half. I'm not, I'm not so sure I'm buying that at the moment either. Now, look, it could go there, and Oregon State plays the game of the – uh, of their season. I think they've already played against Oregon, by the way. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to go see that stadium. This is going to be, if you look at the just the, the uniqueness of this game, um, second long or second furthest away ever Florida's played from Gainesville. I think that's right. They played in the Aloha Bowl. That counts. I mean, that's that would be number one. Um, but, you know, it's, it's somewhere we don't normally get to play. It's against a team we certainly have, don't ever play in Oregon State. So that's part of, to me, that's part of the joy of bowl season. And we've, I think in college football, we've kind of gotten away from it a little bit, but don't we want to see matchups we never get to see? Sure do. That's the way I grew up watching college football. So, yeah. Yep. And how ironic is it that you open the season with a Pac-12 team, you end the season. That doesn't happen very often either. No, it doesn't. Uh, God, how long goes that Utah game feel right now? <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, this is a strange season. The Utah game... If that's if that's your signature win, and then Vanderbilt's the low point, if you take out the high and the low, then what do we? I, I don't know. It, this one's going to be an interesting one to evaluate. Um, and oh, by, I did write this down by the way because their coach, uh, Jonathan, he just got this extension, right? Yep. Former Beaver quarterback, the whole nine yards. This is his fifth season. That first season that he was at the helm at Oregon State, they lost ten games, and now it's taken him five seasons to get them to be at what would be perceived as Oregon State's ceiling right now with yes. their program, they think he's the guy that can kind of bust through it and take them to the next level in a, in a different-looking Pac-12 coming up. But sometimes it's hard for us in this moment, in this position, to look at first year under Billy Napier or anybody else as a first-year head coach, uh, and we forget that it's, 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 it's sometimes a little longer build. Uh, sometimes it takes that second recruiting class. We've already seen that here in the history of Gators football. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, again, there's a lot of measuring sticks here and, and storylines that are intriguing. One of, oh, one, yeah, one team has no questions going into the game, and the other team has a lot of questions going into the game. I often go back, because I get to sit with Coach Burrier every week, and one of the things, many things I admire about him is he gives credit to other people or players or teams where it's deserved, whether it's an opponent or not. He has always said when he came here, there was talent here, that he inherited talent. It just wasn't used in the right way. Steve said that. Yes. Okay. Yes. And his first year showed that, Mm -hmm. right? Well, if this year, I'm not saying there wasn't some talent on this team, but last year wasn't a good year 
either in terms of wins and losses. And I remember one of the things that stuck out that Napier said, he said, usually there's a reason you get a job like this. Well, what's the reason? You're not winning. So anybody who expected, you know, nine wins, come on. Well, and why aren't you winning? It's a combination of two things, right? Maybe the coaching isn't what it was supposed to be, and maybe the roster isn't what it was supposed to be. So if you change a coach, you might have to also change your roster a lot, and we're watching that in real time. Yeah, and that, I think, is going to be fascinating to watch, not just here, but around the landscape of college football. And i got to tell you, Sean, I just can't wrap my head around this. I can't. I'm trying like hell. I'm an old dude, I guess. And I, and I don't begrudge these kids getting whatever they're getting. But if my head's spinning, what in the world are these coaching staffs doing? Their heads must go spinning. They're changing. Yeah. They're changing. They're evolving. Everybody's got two different kind of personnel departments now. It's more of a pro thing. It's a... Uh, you know, you got to almost have a personnel department to worry about um, who's coming out of the preps. And then you have to have a, like like in, in the pros, you have to have a pro personnel department to be monitoring everybody else around college football because it's fair game now. So, yes. um, you know, it, this whole, uh, by the way, congratulations to Osiris Torrance. He's today, he is now officially today a consensus, consensus. All-American, yep. which is, I mean, that is the... the uh, big as you can get. The big as you can get. Yep. Um, so he's he's here for one year. He'll have a brick a brick outside that stadium for being just what I just say, said. That's right. So I'm I'm starting to look at guys now, and I used to say, okay, well, how long will we have him? You know, even going back to prep guys, like, well, he could be a two and gone type deal. Once he becomes draft eligible, we probably won't have him after that. I almost have to look at it like the coaches probably do. It's a one year deal. It's a one year deal on everybody you've got. You're building one roster one year at a time, and that's kind of the way it's going to be until they massage or put up guy, guy, uh, massage the rules or uh, guardrails or something along those lines. So uh, that's that's where we are. So go get them, Tiger. I mean, that's why you're getting paid <laughs> the big bucks. Yeah, yeah. And, and you also have to watch your own roster. Yes. Because you don't want it, people are poaching your guys. Mm-hmm. So Again, you know, the mindset, though, I, I'm, I'm building for next season, period. That's right. I mean, yes, you have to have an eye on the future. Yes, you're worried about the 24 class, that kind of a thing. But right now in this mindset, phew, yeah, just get me to August. And that's what these coaches are thinking. Yep. yep. Have fun. Uh, hoops Thank and you. football, and then it'll be hoops. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> be interesting from now until January 1 for me. Yeah. Between ESPN and Florida. You've got a lot to do. Yep. Have fun. Thank you, sir. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. So, yep. Uh, we'll do hour two here. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again. 
with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. When you are injured in an accident, do you really want to call an attorney's office based on the size of their firm? You should ask yourself this question. Can I afford to get lost in the shuffle at a time when I need individualized attention the most? I'm Jack Fine, Gainesville's accident attorney for over 40 years at Fine Park Ashen Parla Piano. When you call our office, you will speak to one of our four experienced attorneys at no charge. Fine Park Ashen Parla Piano. Local representation, big firm results. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Sam Potosa is producing. Um, by the way, Sean's still here as he's leaving. Uh, Mike says, uh, Sean did a great job with football, basketball. Calls were as good as it gets. Is Sean going to do some baseball too? Yes. Uh, he will do what Mick did. Uh, he'll do the TV uh, end of it. Uh, and he said, I hope you, uh, me get to do a bunch of baseball games this year. Uh, I hope so too. Uh, I really enjoy doing that. All right, we'll take your phone calls, 392-8255. Tomorrow is our final show of the week. We have a really good show lined up for you tomorrow. Uh, Herm Edwards is going to be here tomorrow. And then I always love bringing back my former students. One, Jacqueline D'Augustino is now working for CBS HQ, uh, and she'll talk about uh, college football tomorrow. Uh, and we have some other guests they're looking forward to as well next week. Uh, John Cohen is going to be here on Monday, uh, the former Mississippi State Athletic Director now at Auburn. He'll join us, so we have some good guests lined up as we uh, wind down our shows for the year. Brian will be our first caller. Hi, Brian. Hey, hey Steve, how are you? Good. Hey, um, I, I think uh, Sean hit the nail on the head with the uh, how you know how it's how college football is evolving. And, um, you know, everybody made fun of, uh, not made fun, but everybody criticized Billy Napier, Napier, his size of the staff, but I think he was ahead of the time. I mean, I think that's what you'll see college football going to is all these major staffs to deal with, um, you know, all this attrition and all the transfer portals and 
I think he's I, I, I think he's doing a good job and I think he's ahead of his time. What do you think? Yeah, I mean I think he uh how should I put this? Um you know, he remember he coached among other places, you know, under Saban. Um so he learned a lot that way, you know, and coached other places as well. So I think every place he's been, you know, he's kind of learned and then applied that to when he became a head coach at Louisiana. Um, it, it amazes me, to tell you the truth, though, how, how, did any, how did any coaching staff survive without all these people? But it's the world we live in. John, hi. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Um, I understand you just said that your last show of the week is tomorrow. Are you, are you doing the Gator picks tomorrow? Uh, yes, I'll do that. Okay, great. Um, speaking of, you just said you're going to have Herm Edwards on tomorrow. Uh, it's kind of ironic because he was out of Arizona State. And I just saw, I know you probably talked about it, you see that Emory Jones has re-entered another transfer mm-hmm. portal. You, you, what, what are your feelings on that? Uh, well, again, uh, if if he feels he needs a new place to go, uh, that's what the portal allows you to do. That's just the yeah. the way this world works. Yeah, it'd be kind of ironic if he showed up in the SEC again. I don't know if that's his aspiration, but that'd be pretty pretty ironic if he went way out west and then end up back in the east. Uh, my original call, Steve, is uh, I wanted to talk a little bit NBA, and I saw this on a clip yesterday. I know it's an old clip because that was when. You know, Kobe was still alive, but in your opinion, who do you, who do you think would win one on one? And they're both in their primes between him and Jordan. Uh, in my view, there's nobody better than Jordan. So Jordan. Yeah, I mean it's kind of conflicting because they. He, he, I think he emulated his game after Jordan. And uh, I just, just kind of like, kind of question. I mean, be, I mean, obviously it's a, it's a dream because it would never happen. But if they were both in a prime, I, I think that would be a pretty good matchup. I mean, just that's my opinion. But hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve, and enjoy your weekend. And hope to talk to you soon before the holidays. Okay, thank you, John. Yeah, we'll do uh, uh, the prognostication of the Gator game tomorrow. Uh, we probably won't do, uh, you know, the other games until you know, perhaps on Monday uh, when we'll do our final sports scene show. Um, All right, let's get some emails here. Larry says, my interest in the bowl games around a three or a four. I've been a season ticket holder for 45 years. I've missed very few bowl games, but have no interest in going to this one. Hate to be negative because I love my Gators, but I think we might get throttled out there. I think Oregon State will be up for the challenge much more in wanting that 10-win season for only the third time and also beating an SEC team. Well, this is where uh, you you make your money as a coach. This is where, you know, it, it's easy to motivate your team if you're playing in the Orange Bowl or, you know, in the Final Four. That, that, that's easy. You know, what about now? And I really do think that Florida will be ready to play. I can't tell they're going to win the game or not but I think they're going to be ready to play. And that's all, you know, you can really ask for uh, when it comes to that. Uh, Okay. Let's get a couple of more emails here, but then I want to get some calls as well uh, to end the day today. We have a lot of guests, I hope, uh, they're going to be coming up uh, tomorrow. 
Bill, uh, this is a pretty good question he asks. He says, um, how many how many uh, players will Florida get in the portal? That's a great question. I would say upwards of 10, uh, maybe more. I mean, you're not going to just take anybody. I don't think that's you know what you want to do, but they have to go after needs, right? That that's the most important thing. What are your needs? Where do you think you need to go in the portal to get your football team better right away? That there, there there's no other way to put that, and you take what you know scholarship wise you're allowed and go from there uh by the way congratulations to kk deans for the women's basketball she was named the sec player of the week she averaged almost 20 points a game in florida's two wins uh last week scored 21 against miami um so congratulations to her florida off to a good start in uh women's basketball um Again, they've not. I'm not knocking what they've done. They've not played, you know, a great non-conference schedule, but I think after two more games, Florida will start SEC play, and then we'll get a better idea of where they sit. Uh, let's see, Harold, email. I got a lot of emails today. Uh, he's got a baseball question. Uh, Steve, are you happy with all the Mets signings? They're spending a ton of money. I just saw, by the way, Mike Zanino is leaving the Rays. He signed with the Guardians. So he'll be catching in Cleveland next year. Um, look, you, just because you spend money doesn't mean you're going to be successful. But I think the Mets are filling holes they have. Um, so, you know, we'll see how the signings pan out. No one really knows. What if somebody gets hurt? For example, I think the Rangers are taking a real chance on the length of contract for DeGrom. He's 34 years old, and you know he's been brittle the last couple of years. But, I mean, obviously, if he's healthy, uh, that will pay huge dividends for a Texas team that apparently is going to be a, a big spender as well. Um, so we'll see. Bring Chris to the show. Hi, Chris. Happy holidays to you, Steve, and your same, family. Same to you. Uh, sad to hear about the uh, whole situation with the Leach family. My prayers go out to them. Wish them the best. Agreed. Uh, hey, real quick. I know the transfer portal is going to be here. Is is looks like definitely is going to be here to stay. If you had to uh, make a few tweaks to it, what would be your tweaks that would help the situation with the transfer portal? Ooh, that would probably take the rest of the show, um, to be honest, Chris. There has to be, first of all, some I don't, I don't think of the, uh, landscape where it's not just the wild, wild west. There, there's got to be more control. There's got to be more logistics involved in this. It's just a free-for-all now because you can – not only raid another team, um, but you know you can go after somebody else. It's just it, this. This is, in my opinion, not the way this was intended to be. 
So definitely, that's part of the reason why I think it just needs to get tweaked and it needs to be regulated in some way. And this, the sad part about it is too, it's 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 uh, tripled down to the uh, high school level. These kids are going anywhere they want to wherever they can get playing time. Yep, and I've always said this: kids transfer at least to start with because they're not playing. They there's no harm. I mean, look, I'm old school, okay? To me, if you're zoned school X, then you stick it out. You know, you you wait your turn, you work hard, but that's not how this is anymore. And even at the high school level, it's not that way. So that's the world we live in. Definitely. Hey, Steve, you have a great holiday. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Let's bring Paul to the show. Hi, Paul. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. You know, it's always more fun, I guess, to look at the glass half empty. So let's say Florida gets throttled on Saturday, 38-10. Does that have – obviously, it's got a bigger impact than if Florida wins 24-21. I think if they if it's a ho-hum victory, I think it's going to be, you know, a ho-hum response. But if – I mean, Florida does have a, a – a, I think it's on his coaching – I think that, that we are going to – whatever comes from this game, I think, is part of his – his um, you know, his record, so to speak. Um, and I don't know that it uh, – it may not be fair, but, you know, certainly he's behind the eight ball a little bit with who he, who's getting taken over there. But do you see the fallout being overly crazy if, if it is, a, if it is a, a, a huge loss? In the short term, Yes. It always is. I, I've done a post-game show for 25 years, and so I know what that's like. I, 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 it's all the time. So, yes, if, if Florida, if the optic of Florida in that game is they didn't play well, a lot of mistakes, uh, you know, turnovers, didn't look motivated, yes, that's going to cause short-term issues with the fan base. Does it mean it carries over to next year? Absolutely not. That's fair. And and one thing quickly about the, the high school ranks, and, and I don't know every player on Hawthorne. I know there's transfers. I know there's transfers everywhere. But I, I, I think the idea of a, a once-in-a-generation team out of uh, you know the smaller area schools are more about you know the, the right portal and the right opportunity to get kids over to Hawthorne or Williston and places like that. Um, you know, everybody's doing it, but I, I guess it's just like you were saying, it's kind of you go where you're supposed to go, play where you're supposed to play. And uh, uh, those, I guess those days are long gone. They are gone. Thanks, sir. Yes, thank you, Paul. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you're a regular listener of Sports Scene, you know I've been telling you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, and I encourage you to Google and find out more about it. And then you can make uh, your decision as to whether or not you want to donate your unused or unwanted vehicle to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. But it's in Palatka, and it's certainly done a whole lot of good. If you have an unused car, truck, boat, RV, just about any kind of vehicle, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. 
The facility, as you'll find out if you Google it, uh, houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes. They are sustained by your donated vehicles. And the boys there fix the vehicles up, then they resell them. It's really a win-win situation. Your donations are also tax-deductible, and it helps a good cause. Google Boys Ranch Palatka, or you can go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org to learn more. The Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Medicare Open Enrollment is October 15th to December 7th. Volunteers with the Florida Department of Elder Affairs Shine Program are available to help with your Medicare questions, virtually or by phone during COVID-19. Shine is open and ready to help you with local and unbiased counseling and assistance. Visit floridashine.org or call the Elder Helpline at 1-800-963-5337. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. When you love riding a motorcycle, you want to ride it everywhere, even to a physical. Let's check your weight. Hop on the scale. Look at that. You're down a few pounds. It must be the new carbon fiber wheels. And when you love saving money, you want to save even more. That's why GEICO makes it easy to bundle your motorcycle and car insurance. I'm going to prescribe 91 octane for your engine knock, and we'll want to see you again in 3,000 miles. Kickstart your savings with GEICO Motorcycle. Bundle and save on the things you love. Where do holiday happenings take over every aisle? Lowe's, actually. Right now, you'll save big on everything you need for the holiday season. Get up to 50% off select pre-lit Christmas trees and holiday living LED string lights. Plus, save on your gift list with up to 50% off select tools and accessories. The holidays are here, and so are the savings. Only at Lowe's. Offers valid through 1214. Selection varies by location while supplies last. The cooler weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the cool fall air. It's hunting season. So save on the off-road vehicle you need. And for bass fishermen, the fall spawn is happening right now. And those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must Let's go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Enjoy free extended factory warranties on select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now's the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the end of season inventory clearance sale. US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest and rates determined by lender with approved credit. The future is now. Pulls out. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The Gators battle Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday, December 17th. Chug, chug, chug. Kickoff is set for 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 11.30 Eastern, 10.30 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Monday Night 
football, Thursday night football, and Sunday night football, the NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Plenty of time for your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at WRUF.com. Tony, you're up. How are you? Hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Good. Um, Steve, uh, awful news with uh, Coach Leach there uh, that we got this morning. And uh, to follow up on that a little bit, uh, you and Sean, like, touched on it a little bit. Um, one of the things I so admire about the NFL, Steve, is, is how their season kind of just flows, right? Uh, the draft goes into free agency, goes into preseason, goes into the season, the playoffs, and it kind of just flows throughout the whole 12 months. In college football, they got to figure this out, man, because like we talked about last week, um, this is kind of still in its infancy stages with all this NIL and portal stuff. But in the month of December, Steve, most coaches right now are prepping for a bowl game. 15 practices that go along with it, probably. They're all recruiting the portal. They're all recruiting their own players to keep from going into the portal. They're prepping for early signing day, which is next Wednesday. They're closing out those commitments and trying to get new commitments, right? Mm -hmm. They're also always, always recruiting because Lagway, who's next year's class, a five-star, he committed to us last week. So you're always recruiting two, three classes down. And on top of that, let's be honest, Steve, you're also coordinating with your collectives at this time to determine what your player pay rates are. All right, let's be honest about that, Steve. And also, by the way, it's the holidays. So you got your, you know, six-year-old who wants his G.I. Joe action figure, and you got all the stresses that come along with that, okay? Now, I'm not saying this had anything to do with what happened to Coach Leach, but I'm going to tell you, Steve, there's going to be a lot of coaches that are going to take a step back and determine if this is all worth it or not. And I don't care how much money you make, Steve. Um, there's only there's only so many hours in a day that you could work. And um, I think eventually a lot of coaches are going to determine that this just ain't worth it. And either go to the NFL or go to do something else. I don't know. But whoever's in charge of the NCAA is going to have to figure this out because this month of December is just ridiculous right now for college coaches. What do you think about that? Uh, well, uh, well, I'll say this. I think you've got two opposing things happening here, Tony. One is just what you said, okay? Workload, you know, all of that, especially for a month that's kind of crazy. But this is what the coaches do. And think about the coaches that have gotten out, okay? Who were they? They were older coaches like Coach K or Roy Williams. Mm-hmm. Who, who of the younger generations getting out? Nobody. Nobody. And money is part of that. It is. And it's a lifestyle that you choose. So I just don't think there's going to be a lot of coaches that say, I'm done. I think the adrenaline, I think the will to win uh, is 
great, and therefore they won't say, you know what, I'm done. I, I just don't see that. Now, take Dan Mullen, okay? He's falling back into something that I think he's very natural at. Do I think Dan Mullen will coach again? I do. But I but my, if you ask me a percentage of his chances of coaching, again, they've gone down a little bit because I think he really likes his gig, and he's going to be doing it again next year. So when you start, you know, you're home all the time, not all the time, but you're home, you know, you, you watch your kids grow up, you're still getting paid a pretty good, you know, dollar from being a, a television dude. Do you want to go back into all of that? To your point. But there's just that allure and that draw of coaching that makes these guys do it. We'll see, Steve. Like I said, we're still in the infancy stages of all this. So I still think that you're going to get like a Barry Sanders, a coach who's like in his prime, who might decide to leave the game. And when that happens, I think it might start a domino effect. Um, Steve, with regards to the bowl game, listen, man, I would love for us to be on the positive side of the motivation factor. We haven't been on the positive side of the motivation factor in quite some time in these bowl games. We had the Dan Mullen fiasco against Oklahoma last year against UCF was a disaster. We, we, we didn't have a head coach this year. Now it's kind of, you know, obviously with all the things that you talked about, we're on the short end of the motivation thing. So I can't wait to have that again, to really look at a bowl game and know that we have a full boat load of players ready to go to go into a meaningful game. So I look forward to that, Steve. But You know what, I though, Tony? I think uh-huh. Florida's going to be motivated in this game. I do. Now, they won't have a full deck, but I think they're going to be motivated. I mean, Oregon State has – the Pac-12 has always been viewed as the little sister, and they have a chance to knock off the big brother in the SEC. And when Sean was here, he mentioned about Florida's brand, which – you know, maybe tarnished a bit, but it's still a brand. So they have a lot of motivation to a 10-win season. You know, they don't have a lot of those. So there's huge motivation for them. I just think Florida's going to be ready to play because I don't think they want to have a losing season. I think it matters to this group that's playing. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I don't think we're going to look back on this game Saturday night and say they didn't give effort or they weren't ready. I would be surprised if that's the case. One of the good signs is that you already got um, Dexter, who's going to play in it, and Garage announced today that he's going to play also. Yeah. So that that should provide a little pep in the step to everybody else that if these guys are going to play, you know, I should definitely, you know, give my all for sure. All right, Steve-O, have a happy yep. holidays. Buddy. Same Take to you, care. Tony. Thank you. Uh, well, I've been asked this a lot today, uh, and I will say again, uh, we will have a show tomorrow, uh, and we will have a show Monday we will do inside the huddle uh, on Tuesday, and then we will take time off uh, for the holiday and come back uh, in January. So that is uh, the itinerary for sports scene coming up here. Uh, William says, prayers to the Leach family for their loss. Sports are not important at a time like this. I feel for the Mississippi State family for the loss of a great personality. Uh, look, I never, ever interviewed him. Uh, Coach Burrier knows him very well because, you know, Steve Jr. is on the coaching staff there. He's a quirky dude, man. He's a quirky, or was, a quirky dude. Um, but, you know, he won more games than he lost. And uh, he, he's like Frank Sinatra. He did it my way. 
He certainly did that. 128, Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final half hour of the show. Call us up, talk a little sports, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides, like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. One of the fun parts of Christmas is the dazzling light displays. Some are tasteful and elegant. Others are a little over the top. Whether gaudy or gorgeous, it's hard to imagine Christmas without lights. Yet very few realize why light is so important at Christmas. Man is naturally drawn to spiritual darkness. The Bible says light is coming to the world, but people love darkness instead of the light. Here's the hard truth. The light of Jesus exposes the sin in my heart and yours. Fearing that exposure, we reject him and choose to remain in the dark. Bad mistake. His light keeps us from stumbling through the darkness. Christmas is the annual birthday celebration of Jesus, the light of the world, who came to dispel the darkness. Christmas lights are a reminder of Jesus, who overcame the spiritual darkness of this world. This is Bryant Wright, wishing you a Merry Christmas, speaking right from my heart. For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. Hey, it's Steve Russell to tell you the famous Mushroom Swiss Burger is back at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries for the holidays. It is delicious. Add some fresh hot fries, a delicious milkshake. You've got a meal. Other great menu options, too. Everything's fresh. Just come drive through Monday through Sunday, eat on the patio, or order ahead for pickup at DickMondell's.com. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's gift cards for family and friends, the perfect gift for everybody on your list. Dick Mondell's, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. You're invited to the official grand opening ribbon cutting of the new and expanded Gainesville Highfield MRI. Join the Chamber of Commerce and so many others on Tuesday, December 13th from 530 to 8 at Gainesville Highfield MRI in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road. Get a first-hand look at their new facility. There'll be food, drinks, prizes, an ugly sweater contest, and even Santa will make an appearance. So mark your calendar now. That's Tuesday, December 13th from 530 to 8 at Gainesville Highfield MRI. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds and sun today, highs in the low to mid-70s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy skies with patchy fog for your Wednesday morning. Lows near 60. Tomorrow afternoon, turning warmer and more humid as a warm front lifts northward through our area. Highs in the upper 70s and lower 80s. Then a cold front should approach from the west Wednesday night into Thursday. We'll have the potential for strong storms. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Chris Carlin, host of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, have defenses figured the Dolphins' offense out. I think they've figured out that Tua Tonga Vailoa isn't very good. Woo! We're talking to Keyshawn Carlin right now. <laughs> 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 Tua's all that. 
They're going to own an apology for that one. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The WRUF radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Final half hour today. Still plenty of time to hear from you. We'll hear from John next. Hi, John. John, go ahead. Hey, Mr. Russell, this is John. Uh, I just want to talk about the, uh, the the game between Florida and Oregon State. Okay. And I, it's going to be an exciting game, I think. I got a brand new we got a brand new quarterback. I don't know nothing about him. And got a brand new head coach, so to speak. And I think it's going to be a good game. But I got one of the best freshmen, I think, quarter, uh, running backs in the league uh, in Oregon State. I believe they got a, they got a real good running back, and we got players. I don't know. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be an exciting game. I think. I've been watching football for a long, long time, and I think it's going to be a real good game. What well, you would you would it? think both these teams will run the ball. That's that's the strength, and especially. Now, look, Jack Miller may throw the ball 40 times. Who knows? But on paper, you know, Florida's run the ball well most of the year. Oregon State's got a freshman who I think has six straight 100-yard games. Uh, Their Mm -hmm. quarterbacking's been kind of up and down. So you would expect a lot of stuff on the ground. Well, let me ask you, Steve, what about our quarterback? I don't know much about him. Is it Miller? Yeah, Jack Miller, yeah. He came from Ohio State, so where he didn't play a lot. That's why he transferred. And he hasn't taken a snap, so we yeah, don't know. I always like to see a new player, you know, come out. You never know what you know you gonna get out of one, really. Yeah, I mean that's. I think Gator fans are anxious to see, you know, what he can bring to the table. But again, I don't. I I don't think it's in the game plan to throw the ball, you know, forty times unless they've got to for some reason. I think they're going to rely on what they've done, you know, pretty well, which is you know run the ball. Yes, sir. Oh, I want to speak to you about Billy Napier. Now, I know I've been watching football a long time. I see what Billy Napier is kind of wanting to do, and it's going to take him, Steve, I think, it's going to take him two or three years. It might take four years for him to get uh, players to do what he wants to do, I think. What do you think about that? I think most people understood that when he took the job. But I've said this a thousand times. Over the summer, before you see a team play, and you realize that he came here and took over a team that won six games and uh, uh, with a staff that apparently didn't recruit very well. So Gator fans understood and said at the time in you know, June and July, oh, yeah, it's going to take some time. Well, then you watch them play, and then you become a fan, which I understand, and then all of a sudden you know, all that's out the window. When that logic that you know, we all talked about in June and July – goes away because mm-hmm. you're a fan and you want to see your team do well. I get that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they, he kind of went in the frying pan into the fire. Yep. All right, John. <laughs> appreciate your call, man. Thank you a lot. Appreciate it. Let's get to uh, William here. Hi, William. Hey, Steve. How you doing this afternoon? Doing well. Good. Um, 
want to switch gears for a second and talk a little bit about basketball. Okay. Um, do you – it's a bit of a head-scratcher for me. I'm thinking in terms of figuring out what's going on with this team up and down. Um, it's, it, do you think it's possibly uh, these all these transfers coming in and this team not having the right chemistry yet or – Maybe these guys aren't, you know, obviously some of them transferred, I'm sure, because they weren't getting play in time. Um, sometimes it's, you know, be careful what you wish for. They get thrown into the fray, so to speak, in this league, and they're just not ready for it. Okay. Let me go and look at the roster because I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy. If I'm a big history guy too, William, Okay. You have a new coach who's taking over for a team that did not make the NCAA tournament and taking over for a coach that many Gator fans wanted out of here. So on this team, Jones, Felder, uh, Lane, uh, Castleton, Reeves, uh, you get what Jatobo, a lot of guys from last year's team are still here. And then you mix in, you know, a freshman like a Kugel and then the transfers. Well, it takes time sometimes. Because again, this roster was not one that won a ton of games last year because they didn't make the NCAA tournament. So what I'm seeing for me is not unexpected. You're, you're, you're still trying to fit guys, figure out their roles, what they're supposed to do, and that takes time to do, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That was kind of how I feel that in terms of um, their playing time from where they transferred and just these guys, like you say, I guess partly it is they don't fit in his system maybe um or they don't understand what he wants to do one or the other but um last thing i want to just make a comment real quick steve about alex fudge wow what a physical talent i mean that kid (laughs) the dunk he had against florida state i i think that was one of the best ones i've ever seen in college football uh excuse me basketball yeah, I mean, spectacular plays are great, but you you want to you, know, you make your living uh, on being consistent. And I'm going to throw another number out here because I'm a numbers guy sometimes, and they can lie. Okay. If 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 a lot of Gator fans' problem was with the offense, now you can skew it because of who you play, right? But Florida's averaging, right. I think, 78 points a game, and I think at the beginning of the year, if you said okay, through 10 games or whatever it is, they're averaging 78 a game. Yeah, pretty good, right? But, you know, they're also giving up 70, and I think the defense is a work in progress. I think Coach Golden would tell you that. Um, So, again, I'm not sure what people expected given the fact a lot of guys that are on this team are coming off of a team that didn't make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. I agree, Steve. Well, thanks a lot for taking my call, sir. You have a good afternoon. Yep, William, thank you. Sometimes, and and Coach Spurrier is the, and I'm sure other people have done it, 
right, where you come in and, you know, you come in off a, I don't know, a 6-6 six and six team or a 7-5 and five team and you win nine games and essentially the same bunch. Okay, that, that can certainly happen. But think about the offense that Coach Spurrier ran as opposed to the offense the previous year. I mean, Donald Douglas and company, come on. So it, it takes something like that once in a while to make it happen. So I know fans don't like patience. I know they don't like to hear that word. But sometimes that's what it takes. And there's the outlier here. And again, I don't know anything about their roster. But Mississippi State last year wasn't a very good basketball team. And this week, they're ranked. Well, why? Well, again, I don't know what their roster overhaul was. I don't know what the coach is doing that's different than the previous coaching staff, but you get where I'm going, right? So just stuff happens. Uh, Bill emails and says, uh, great question. He said, uh, who is your top team in the SEC in basketball now? Ooh. Um, you know, I'm guilty of this. Sometimes you look at the last game played and what did Alabama do? They beat Houston. And they are the highest ranked team. So I would probably lean to them. But look at the top 25. There's a ton of teams from the SEC currently in the poll. And again, does that mean I don't know I, I don't know anybody's schedule. I don't know you know who did what, but they, Mississippi State, the surprise team of the league. And you look at their roster and they got a lot of seniors on that roster. A lot of them. Matter of fact, one, two, three, I'm checking, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seniors on that roster. Nine. A lot of experience. That helps when you're trying to make a playoff run. Or a tournament run in this case. Uh, Harry has an email here. A good question. And believe it or not, it's an NFL question. He says... Steve, thank you for having Herm Edwards on. I always enjoy your conversations with him. I can tell you all get along very well. Uh, my simple question is, how did you ever get Coach Edwards in the first place? I actually met him uh, on an off chance and just went up to him and said, hey, I do a show and blah, blah, blah. And he said, here, here's my your contact. Call me. And ever since. Now, when he was at Arizona State, obviously we didn't do that. Um, but he's been great, um, and uh, I'm glad you enjoy him because I really enjoy uh, interviewing him. Uh, he knows his stuff, and he's not afraid to speak his mind either. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Chittery. One final segment left. Give us a couple of calls to round out the day. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. People here are raving about QC Kinetics and how regenerative medicine has changed their life. People like Helen, an avid mountain climber who got sidelined when an accident left her knees in constant pain. I was not able to train or do really anything on my knee. Helen was told surgery would be her only option. But then she found QC Kinetics and was treated with natural biologics designed to repair and restore tissue in her knees. Three months later, she was climbing the highest mountain in North America. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. I began treatment in March and I summited Denali June the 7th. It was super successful and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Get your life back with lasting results. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-635-3311. That's 1-800-635-3311. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-635-3311. That's 1-800-635-3311. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides, like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63-yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Tomorrow on the program, Herm Edwards will join us. One of my former students, Jacqueline D'Agostino, who's working for CBS HQ now, will join us to talk a little college football. Uh, we're working on a couple of other guests as well, tomorrow is the last show of the week. We will do a show on Monday. We will also do a first and ten pregame show Saturday, uh, half hour version, and we'll also do the extra point postgame show after the game. We'll do a show on Monday. That'll end it for sports scene. We will do inside the huddle on Tuesday, and then we will take a break for the holidays. Andrew, hello. Yes. Good afternoon, Steve. Um, 
I was uh, wanted to comment about the, or give you my um, was it the Christmas song? Uh, yeah, rock thing. Uh huh. Yeah, I think uh, Feliz Navidad by um, Jose Feliciano. Okay, that's your the original version. You know, he redid it uh, like a fiftieth year thing, but I, I just like the original. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, I uh, follow with the sentiments uh, on the passing of Coach Leach. Enjoyed his many comments and things of uh, witty nature that he's done over the years, plus his uh, passing game prowess. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask about was, well, I'll ask that at the end, but I saw um, uh, Oregon State uh, video arriving for the uh, Las Vegas Bowl, and quite an impressive trophy they have for the winner out there. Uh, they had like an Elvis lookalike guy or, you know, impersonator with two pretty gals on the side flanking as the kids got off the bus and, you know, gave them these uh, nice donuts from a donut truck. And you could see, you know, the kids, they're really looking forward to it. Their attitudes are are up there and they're on a roll. And I'm wondering, Steve, what kind of what is our role? Are 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 our Gators on any kind of role that you can comment about regarding this bowl game? What do you mean role? I mean the way they finished out the season, uh, in terms of uh, not only one loss but just um, optimism for next year. I don't know that that has any bearing at all on this game. Yeah, it may or may not. Why uh, would it? I mean, you're you're focusing yeah. on playing. You're not worried about, you know, early signing period. You're not worried about who's coming in the transfer portal that day. You're worried about playing a game and beating Oregon State. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's uh, not a very appropriate question at all. But I, I'm, I hear and a lot of people think we're going to be motivated to play. And I don't know why I'm – I should doubt that in any way, but um, I, uh, I'll finish with this. Um, you know, I'm asking what, where can we hear some comments uh, from Coach Napier uh, regarding this upcoming bowl game? You know, uh, his uh, thoughts going into the game. What would be our best uh, venue for that? Well, he's already done that here. Um and the next best place is going to be when he does he can go online uh, and hear what he has to say uh, when they're out in Vegas. Yeah, when they're out in Vegas. Okay, Steve, uh, thank you very much. Happy holidays. Same to you, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he actually spoke the other day. Um, and really, I mean, to be brutally honest, part of what he talks about is what the is questions media asks him. And that day, there were questions about Kitna, there were other questions. And so sometimes, you know, he did mention, you know, what Oregon State's done and the job Coach Smith has done, et cetera. Um, but and I don't mean this in a negative way. Coach Napier is never going to win uh, the press conference. He just sort of says what he says, and, you know, you don't get real pearls out of it, usually. He doesn't go into detail about injury. 
Uh, so you don't know much about that. That's just that's just how he handles things. That's just the way it is. Uh, okay, we got about uh, seven eight minutes left. Three nine two eight two five five. Email s russell at wruf dot com. Pete, Peter actually uh, emails and he says, uh, "How well do you think uh, coach will do in the portal?" Oh, uh, boy. Define well. Florida's going to get some good players. There's a need here. What you have to sell, okay, is what player is willing to put playing time over playing for a championship. I mean, realistic, anything is possible. If Florida gets the right players who knows what can happen next year? But realistically, you're probably not going to play and be in the Final Four next year. So what's a kid's motivation? I'm going to go on the portal. Most of the time, it's playing time. But I've, I've seen kids in the portal who are playing a lot at their schools. So why are they transferring? Well, the second reason you transfer is because you want to play either for a bigger-time school or play for a championship. Vanderbilt's leading running back, who was playing a lot, left. They ain't going to win at Vanderbilt. Maybe he wants a chance to win at another school. Ed, hello. Yeah, Steve, speaking of that, the, uh, uh, is the uh, offensive lineman from Alabama still in the portal? Uh, that, that's, that one kind of smells like better NIL deal to me. So there's yeah, like you said, there's just all kinds of reasons for kids to get in that thing. Uh, do you ever see a point where a team might lose so many <clears throat> guys to the portal that they have to, like, cancel a bowl game or not play in it? I guess you'd have to get down below 50 or something before that would happen. But, I mean, we've got, I forget how many, 20-something guys? Well, yeah, I think no. I some of them are going to play. But. Right. So, it's. I mean, will there be depth issues at, you know, certain positions? Yes. But it's not where, you know, like every, you know, player in the portal is not going to play. So that actually helps Florida a little bit. Okay. And uh, as far as rock Christmas song, uh, uh, do they know it's Christmas by Band-Aid? Okay. Yep. Do they know? Yeah, of course. I won't sing because I won't embarrass myself. But, yes, I know the song. All right. Great. Thanks a lot. Catch you later. Yep. Thank you. Uh, John, welcome. Hey, Steve. Um, Was it? You said rock Christmas or any Christmas? Rock Christmas. Oh, okay. Rock Christmas. Is Trans-Siberian, are they rock Christmas? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it isn't, it yeah. isn't like, you know, Deck the Halls or something. Yeah. 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 Um, I like those guys. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Leach. Um, do you know in these contracts, do they have death or, or something in it where the spouse or... You know what I mean? I mean, that's a very stressful job. And, if there is, yeah. I've never heard of it. Well, I hope there is. I mean, I hope there's something for her. Um, but, um, and, and this is kind of an uncomfortable question, but what do you think is going to happen there? Are other teams going to pick their players off? And, I mean, this could get awful. Well, I mean, think about this. There, there's Players are going to leave – everywhere 
because of the portal, because of NIL, kids want to play. Uh, could there be more that leave because there's an uncertainty about, you know, but think about this. How many times does a program lose its coach because they're fired or because they take another job? So this is no different, right, except it's death in this case. But you get my point, right? Coaches leave for various reasons. Well, the bottom line is you lose your coach. Well, they're losing their coach. So, you know, how many will stick it out because they want to go to Mississippi State? How many want to stick it out and see the new coach is? Or how many want to stick it out because, you know, they went there for Coach Leach and he's gone? That's the question. Well, will it be inappropriate to poach? I mean, will of course people not. look at that no. poorly? No, no, it's a business. It's a business. I mean, the reason isn't great, but if I mean, if if, if there's a kid, if there's a kid there that you that you think might go in the portal for whatever the reason, you take him. Yeah, and I'm thinking more of like the the class that's about to sign in how many days, and now everyone's going to be trying to post those kids. That's just an awful. I mean. The whole thing is terrible. Um, but, I mean, I know that's a small portion of it, but it, I think it's a bad look for a team to go and try to poach a player off that. But I get it. It's going to happen. We all know it's going to happen. He had a very particular, you know, football program, that the passing. He wanted particular players, and it's going to be tough to replace him. Um but anyways, all right, thank you, Steve. Okay, thank you. Here's another thing. If you're an offensive player, what is the and, – and this is going to directly affect the Whittemore family, right? Because they were going to go to Mississippi State, at least the younger one, and we, we think Trent was going to. Will this alter their decision? It certainly could. And you have a returning quarterback there – who's a good player and maybe thrived under that system. So does that coach, I mean, does that player now say, well, you know, I need to go. So, I mean, it's, it's sad when somebody who's 61 years old, I don't care what you're doing, passes away, but it's the business part. It's the, you know, yeah, it doesn't have a good look, but it, I, I will tell you, it's, and I don't want to say it's the same thing, but again, when a coach leaves, right, does a player want to stick it out and see who the new coach is, or do you say, you know what, I, I, I was here for this guy, and I'm going to go somewhere else. That's just how it is. Our thanks today to Sean Kelly, the voice of the Gators, and to Ohio's basketball coach, Jeff Bowles for joining us live. Lots of guests tomorrow, including ESPN's Herm Edwards and our final show of the week. Thanks to Sam for producing it today. We'll see you tomorrow at noon for sports in ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.